0: Assalamu alaikum Day 14 of the 99 Names of Allah Ramadan series So bismillah rabbish rahli sadai wa yassali amri So asma Allah al-Husna Most beautiful names of Allah Allah states in the Quran Al-Asma Al-Husna And to Allah belong the best names to invoke him by them Surah al araf verse 180 Then we have the Hadith which mentions that the Prophet said that Allah has 99 Names Whoever memorizes and embraces these qualities will enter heaven. So today we're going to be looking at three names of Allah. Al-Shaheed, Al-Haq, and Al-Wakil. So let's look at Al-Shaheed first. So Al-Shaheed, the universal witness, the all-witnessing. He witnesses everything seen and unseen. He witnesses people's actions, their thoughts, their intentions. He's the ultimate witness. When the day of judgment comes, he will be the ultimate witness. He has seen everything, he has it all written down. And so a shaheed it comes from the root sheen ha dal, and it can mean to bear witness, to offer testimony, and to have knowledge of something. So we have this first. On the day when Allah will resurrect them all and inform them of what they did, Allah had enumerated it while they forgot it, and Allah is over all things a witness. Surah Mujadila, verse six. Then we have another verse: Allahu annahu la ilaha illa Huwa wal Malaikatu La ilaha illa Huwa, Allah witnesses that there is no deity except Him. And so do the angels and those of knowledge that he's maintaining injustice. There is no deity except him. Exalted and might, the wise. Surah al Imran, verse 18. So we also have the Shahada. It comes from the same root of Sheen Hadal. And it, we say this because we bear witness that there is no God but Allah. And this just reminds us that Allah is the witness. That he's the only witness. And we bear witness that there is no God but Allah. So let's see what Imam Ghazali says about As-Shaheed. So As-Shaheed, the universal witness, refers in its meaning to knowledge with a specific addition. So for God, great and glorious, is knower of invisible things as well as visible things. So the invisible things, Ghayb, compromises whatever is interior, so what's in your soul, your intentions, your thoughts. And the visible, Shahada, so whatever is external, and this is what is seen. So it can be hijab, it can be your actions, smiling is a sunnah, it's seen, it's visible. Whereas your intentions, it's what you only know. What you and it's between you and God. So that's the first name for today. Now it's the second name. We're gonna look at Al-Haq. Al-Haq, the truth. He is the truth, his justice, power, strength, love, forgiveness. Punishment, whatever attribute you can think of for him, it's his. It's the truth. It's from him, and so al-haq comes from the root haqqaq, and it can mean to be true, to be real, to be right, to be fact, to be proper. So we have this verse: فَذَالِكُمُ اللَّهُ رَبُّكُمُ الْحَقُّ فَمَاذَ بَعْدَ الْحَقِّ إِلَّ فَأَنَّا تصرف... For that is Allah, your Lord, the Truth, and what can be beyond truth except error? So how are you averted? Eunice, verse 32. Then we have another verse. And say, the truth is from your Lord. So whoever wills, let him believe. And whoever wills, let him disbelieve. Indeed, we have prepared for the wrongdoers a fire whose walls will surround them, and if they call for relief, they will be relieved with water like murky oil, which scalds their faces. Wretched is the drink, and evil is the resting place. Surah ta verse 29. So here again, it's, Allah is just reminding us that the truth is from Lord, uh, from Him. So whoever wills, who he can just believe, believe, and whoever doesn't want to believe, then they can disbelieve. And for the disbelievers, Allah has prepared for them a fire. Jahannam nar. And then we have a surah that's com- that's called Al-Haqqa and it talks about the many thoughts of truth. So we have it, it discussing the day of resurrection and then it talks about those who deny the truth and then those who actually strive for the truth, they're given paradise while those who deny the truth are given hell. And then it ends with the fact that the Quran is the actual truth which was revealed to the last and true messenger Rasulullah sallallahu then we have another verse. And do not mix the truth with falsehood or conceal the truth while you know it. Surah Baqarah, verse 42. So here Allah is just reminding us that if you know something and it's don't lie, basically. Don't cover up the truth. When you know the truth, try and give it justice and tell the truth whenever you can. Then we have another verse which I'm sure many of you are familiar with. Except for those who believed and done righteous deeds and advised each other to truth and advised each other to patience. So this is Surah Al-Asr, verse 3. So the people who are lost, except for the people who are lost, those who aren't lost, are the ones who believe, who do righteous deeds, who advise each other to truth, and advise each other to patience. So it's quite important to actually speak the truth, and follow the truth, and guide people to the truth. So let's see what Imam Al-Ghazali says about al unha- uh, Yeah. So the existence is, the existence most serv- deserving of being called true is God the Most High, and the knowledge which most deserves to be called true is the knowledge of God, Great and Glorious, for it is true in itself, that is, it corresponds to what is known forever and eternally. So, the most true assertion is you're saying, there is no God but God, la ilaha illallah, for it is correct forever and eternally, by virtue of itself and not by virtue of another. So, true applies to existence in individuals, to existence in the intellect, which is knowledge, and to existence in speech, which is utterance. So the righteous, the Siddiqeen, do not see anything but Allah. So they cite him as witness for himself. And so they are the ones addressed by the saying of the Most High. Does the Lord suffice since he is witness over all things? So now we can move to the last name for today, which is Al-Wakil, the trustee. He is the one who can be entrusted with everything. He is the guardian of everything. So Al-Wakil comes from the root, wa kaf Lam. And it can mean to appoint, to be a guardian of something, to reply, to rely on upon something. And so we actually have this word, Tawakkul, in Arabic. And it means to have this reliance on Allah, to rely upon Him, to entrust all your affairs on Him, to know that whatever He has decreed for you, it's the truth, it's, what, it's, it's the trust. You need to have that trust in Him that He has decreed what is best for you. So we have this verse, he is the Lord of the East, the West. There is no deity except Him. So take Him as disposer of your affairs. So here, Surah um, Al-Muzammah, verse 9. So here again, Allah is confirming to us in the Quran. He is literally telling us that you, we need to take Allah as a وَكِيل, as the trustee. We need to put all our trust, all our reliance on Him because no one... No human being can actually give us their full trust. We can't give them our full trust. Only Allah is the one that we can rely on. He is al-wakil. <clears> then <throat> we have another verse. وَتَوَكَّلْ <laughs> عَلَى So here again, وَتَوَكَّلْ عَلَى الْحَيِّ الَّذِي لَا <يموت> So here, Allah is literally saying that we can put our trust in people, but they're not ever-living. They are going to die sometime, and so we need to put our trust on the ever-living, the one who does not die, Allah. <clears throat> so there's this hadith where the Prophet ﷺ says, if you were to rely on Allah as He should be relied on, He would provide for you as He provides for birds for the birds. They go out in the morning hungry, and return in the evening full. So that's, this is a simple example. We see birds every day, if it, I guess it depends on where you live, but I see birds every day from my window, and they will, they will just literally fly, they find their own food, they eat, and they're happy, and they don't have a care in the world. They're not worried, because they have that reliance on Allah. Allah has created them with this ability to be able to find food to feed themselves and they they rely on allah by leaving their nests empty and coming back flying with their, stomach, with their stomachs full. so they're they're they've, they've gained their food through relying on allah and through trusting him then there's this dhikr which is very beautiful that you should that you should and you can recite every morning and evening by saying hasbi allahu la ilaha illa huwa. وَهُوَ رَبُّ Allah is sufficient for me. There is no God but He. I have placed my trust in Him. He is Lord of the Majestic Throne. So this is just beautiful to constantly remind yourself that people aren't going to fill that void. People are going to come and go, but Allah is the one who is sufficient. He is always there. We need to place our trust in Him. In Him alone. So we also have this hadith where the Prophet said that whoever says, when leaving his ha- his or her house, Bismillah, Tawakkal ala Allah, hawla wa la quwwata illa billah, In the name of Allah, I put my trust in Allah, and there is no power and no strength except with Allah. It will be said to him, You are taken care of, and you are protected, and you are guided, and the devils will move away from you. And one devil says, what can you do with a man who has been guided, taken care of, and protected? So this is really, even when you're, if you're walking, or if you're driving, or just taking the bus, or wherever you're going, just whenever you leave your house, just simply reciting this small sentence, "Bismillah it, it gives you protection, it guides you, it takes care of you, and it moves the devils away. And it gives you that strength, that trust in Allah that whatever happens, it's decreed by Allah. So let's see what Imam Al Ghazali says about this name, Al wakil Al wakil the trustee, is one who has matters entrusted to him. The absolute trustee is one to whom things are entrusted, who is fully capable of carrying them out and faithful in executing them perfectly. That is none other than God the most. So you can trust people with some certain things, like with a task. But they might not completely carry it out to the best of their abilities. They might just complete it 95% to the best of their ability. Whereas with Allah, He will complete it fully. He's fully capable of carrying them out. And He's faithful in executing them perfectly. So some people might take shortcuts when they complete a task for you. But Allah does it beautifully, perfectly, and fully. So now, those are the three names we've learned today, so I want to end it with a dua using some of the beautiful names we've learned from Allah today. Ya Allah, you are a shaheed, the ever-witnessing. You witness everything we do, everything we think, and everything we intend. So guide us by remembering that even if no one is watching us, even if no one is witnessing what we're doing, you are always and will always be the witness. Make the shahada the last words we say while we are when we are on our deathbed. Ya Allah, you are al-Haqq, the truth. So we ask from you this dua, we let it allow us to constantly say this dua. Allahumma arina al haqqa haqqan, wa arzuqna al-Tabaahu, wa arina al-Watila wa arzuqna al-Ijtinaabahu. Oh Allah, enable, me to see, enable us to see the truth as truth. And give us the ability to follow it. And enable us to see the falsehood as false. And give me the, give us the ability to refrain from it. And ya Allah, you are al-wakil, the trustee. We know that you decree whatever you see fits best for us. So let us place our complete trust and reliance on you. And trust that you will guide us upon the straight path. And that you will protect us from our nafs, our, the shaitan. And that you will just guide us and help us along the way and just to have the full reliance and trust in you. Ameen Subhanallah. subhanallah bihamdika washadu an la ilaha illallah wa muhammadan abduhu wa rasuluhu. Assalamu alaykum. I'll speak to you tomorrow where we we'll, where, where we'll learn a few more names of Allah inshallah. Assalamu alaykum.